Retire your overplayed playlist. You'll never hear the same mix twice on AMP. AMP is a free live radio app where anyone can hop on the mic and play the music they love. So you can discover new-to-you playlists as they're made. Download AMP. That's A-M-P in the App Store. Enjoy quality homemade meals without the hassle. With Chef, you can choose from thousands of authentic dishes prepared with care by the best local cooks in your community. All made with fresh ingredients and delivered right to your door. It's like your own personal chef with an unbeatable variety. Explore cuisines from over 90 different countries from Mexico to Thailand and more at chef.com. That's chef with an S.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Shortcomings, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and of course, I'm joined today by Chris Lewis. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I am well, you know. It's a good day. We're (laughs) recording at the same time, but we're a little looser. We're a little looser. We're a little, you know, I don't know. We're... I'm rolling on two glasses of Sauvignon Blanc and diving into a third. Oh, okay. Um, Before we get into what is probably, and I shouldn't say probably, is going to be a more unstructured (laughs) episode of Shortcomings, we should share a little bit of a production update. We are going to take a little bit of a break. And we will be back, hopefully, in the near future Do not message me. You can message Sam if you want. But what I'm saying right now is you'll know we're back when there's a new episode available. I mean, yeah. I just, I echo everything that you say. If you guys have any qualms. Like a lot of podcasts, we're just disappearing. Yeah. So if you guys have any qualms or have questions, I mean, obviously just slide into my DMs. And if you try to reach me on Bravo Story and I'm not getting to, you can always DM my personal Instagram account. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, just get over to at Samantha Bush. But I'm telling you right now, at C. Lewis1219 is going to be a sacred space. And <laughs> it's only available to talk about, as always, The Lost Daughter. Oh, Lizzie, I've moved guys. on from. Sorry, guys. But I did <gasps> rewatch The Lost Daughter just recently. And oof, what a good movie. Oh, my God. That soundtrack. And I'll pivot us right into off of this production update into something I'm going to suggest, which is the finest TV Ooh. show I've ever seen. Real what? World Homecoming New Orleans. If you aren't fucking watching I, this, you can go fuck yourself. I've heard incredible things. No, are you a real like, world Like, incredible. Baby? Or are you too I young? am a real world. No, I was a real world girl. Okay. Because then, be- then I became like a challenge girl and then the Hills girl. And then I was, I really. Did you watch the original New Orleans? Because you're about, what, two or three years younger than me. And I was probably yeah, young Yeah, so I didn't it. ever watch New Orleans. Love New Orleans. <clears throat> did you watch Las Vegas? You got the no. janky seasons. Yeah, I did. You didn't know how yeah, good it could be. I know I did. Seattle? I don't remember the London. cities. I just remember the one that I watched was Melinda and Danny got married. Like they met was in the it, real world Danny's and then they got passed, married. Hasn't he? No. Danny's alive. I might be thinking of another Danny. I think a Danny has world? passed. He might have. But this new season, guys, 
Melissa Beck is everything she was. I have actually gone back now and rewatched the entirety of the original Real World New Orleans in the one week I had to wait for this next episode. It's the best show I've ever seen. I'm so obsessed with it. Julie the Mormon is a disgusting piece of shit (laughs) animal. And for the Heather Gay stands out there, this is who Heather Gay actually is. You get your ass over there and you watch Julie. That's who Heather Gay is. What are you watching? Uh, You know what? I tried to watch the WeWork show on Apple TV. With Annie Hathaway? We Crashed. Yes, with Annie Hathaway and Jared Leto. And there's something about it that I can't really, like, get in, like, he scares me so much. I can't. I, he's hard no, for me to Annie's watch. what is Annie's role in that show? Is she also a scammer? She's the is wife. she like the voice of conscience? No, she's the wife of like her and her husband started WeWork. Voice of conscience. That is not voice of reason. I got what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah, I got what you were saying. But yeah. So. What a time to be alive in terms of TV. Yeah, I'm so laser focused. Of course, I'm always watching The View. And I feel like The View is the one place, the one thing I'm obsessed with that hasn't really come into this podcast. I have a question for you. Okay. Who is your dream cast of The View? And it could be like past, host, future, like it, it just anybody. Okay, like, I won't do you, future because you? it's hard for me to think about who they might bring in, although I do have someone who I think would be the ideal candidate for the current table. Okay. I mean, clearly you've got to have Joy Behar. Of course. Then I, I know people think she's like new, but she actually isn't. Sonny Hostin is 100% completely vital, has actually been, I think, far more important to the revitalization of the view than we think of her. Okay. Meredith Vieira, but not a, but as moderator. I think she's the best moderator the view ever had. Do you not know who Meredith Vieira is? No, I do. I remember she was the one of She's she was the like OG moderator left to go, yeah. you know, to the Today Show best who wants to be a millionaire host and i'm sorry i loved regis philbin more than anyone she was i was that did you see my face i was like you love regis i love regis Mm -hmm. you don't like kelly i've heard some things about kelly and that's (laughs) all i'm gonna say okay and um you know the fact that she i don't think she was as respectful to him as she should have been when he left the show and i was incredibly disappointed by their tribute to him he deserved an entire show. Kathy Lee and Regis. If you if you want to cry, go watch Kathy Lee's interview on the Today Show by Hoda about Regis's passing and what she did oh. to be there for that man. I'm gonna watch that as soon as we're done with this. I'm you disgusted. I I got when I was coming home from Santa Fe, I got the Vogue magazine that would like have the Andre Leon Talley like tribute in it. And I was disgusted by it. Disgusted. It was like, we need to honor these men. And that's the only time you'll ever hear me say that sentence. But there are so few that we should honor. And when we say that we should honor them, like those are the ones that we really fucking should. And the fact that that is all they gave Andre Leon Talley made me sick. And God bless DVF for what she did. And (gasps) I know. And I am so happy I've lived long enough to see the culture turn on Tyra and exalt Naomi, who has always been right in that situation. That's all I'm going to say. Versus the Naomi-Tyra situation. So you think Tyra Banks was, like, always fucked up on the show? Uh, You think? Okay. And in that situation, 
And to everyone who's like, well, Naomi was mean. You should be so fucking happy Naomi Campbell would throw a phone at your head. Honestly, like, I would pay that woman to slap me across the face and spit on me. <laughs> like, yell I wouldn't at me. even care. I'm Honestly. in a dominatrix relationship with Naomi Campbell, and she doesn't know. Now, I don't know what we were talking about originally. I believe I was talking about Meredith Vieira. Yeah, so, okay. So, let's circle back. Guys, we said this episode has no structure. This is, you are getting a sneak peek into basically a a text thread between us because these, this we is, have yes, three different conversations going on at one time. Because one of my favorite things about Chris is that when he texts, he he texts like like him and I text very similarly, where it's like very like chaotic and it's many times in a row. It's nine no, messages, no, no connection. And if you only reply mm. to like one part of it, I'm fine. Yeah. You're just trying to get it out there. You're just trying to get your voice heard. Like, I think today I text you like, I can't fucking stand Louie. Oh, my God. What's happening with recording today? I can't believe this coworker I have at work. <laughs> <laughs> that is what happened. You're like, what the fuck is Louie wearing? Um, so what time are we recording? And I was like, what's going on? It was great. So what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about The View. So, okay. So you okay, have so Joy Behar, Sonny Austin, Meredith Vieira. We have to have a crazy Republican, so I'm actually going to go for the original Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Complete disaster, total mess, but she provided us some great moments of television. If you haven't heard her, that variety clip of her walking off set, fine. Print that in the New York fucking post. You haven't lived. And then I would probably say Michelle Collins, who I think actually had didn't get a fair shake on The View and actually left, I think, because they couldn't have two funny women slash Joy Behar was like, get her out of here. And I'd actually like to see them try to grow a friendship and partnership and share humor. And I think Joy has gotten more used to that thanks to Anna Navarro. So that would be my... Yeah. But I also think we don't need five. Oh, and then my Friday girl would probably be... Megan McCain, just to add some chaos in. Because The View always needs a Friday girl. You need a chaos queen. Um, Shout out to I Deja mean, The View, the I best f- podcast. Oh, I follow them on like every social media platform. <laughs> and, and by the way, guys, go over there and see what Deja The View is doing. Because they're not afraid to take a six-month break. I mean, a lot of podcasts are just like very fast and loose with their dates. So what I want to say is you before guys, frankly, you, you guys have been think spoiled. about messaging us, no, we released 49 weeks worth of podcasts with nothing no break also also not only that but during and just like that era chris and i were waking up at 6 a.m first of all let me tell you the episodes drop on hbo at 2 a.m on thursdays chris and i would wake up at 6 a.m watch it probably twice um let's no 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 now that's what you were up to please note that i woke up at 2 a.m would oh, okay. <laughs> outline this goddamn episode, including oh, yeah. picking clips that we wanted to play for you fucking people. <laughs> well, also, I, I just have to, you know, really get I, – I don't know how to drive this point home enough, but Chris really was the structure of this podcast. I don't think I needed to say that, but – And I'm not today as I'm like spiraling down into oh. a level of drunkenness that is upsetting. <laughs> If I stop recording, I just know I've fallen asleep. 
Okay, great. Guys. But I do have a like quad latte going on the side. I love that. I love that you're like double dipping in your bevies. I'm like a bev queen. I love so many beverages. And then I've been really having a lot. I don't know why I'm sharing this. Brian, please feel free to cut this. Is I've had like really bad dry skin and I'm like, why? I didn't take a sip of water today until two o'clock. Well, that's not good. I mean, by the way, that's insane. Got to be on my Marisol patent. Are you are you a sippy cup queen? Only at work. I've always got a giant tumbler full of water. <laughs> wow, gonna be me. So I've got three beverages going. They're going to be multiple bathroom breaks during this episode. We don't have an outline. We don't know what we're talking about. Mm-mm. What are you we're, watching? I mean, have we talked about that already? <gasps> I mean, I'm watching Housewives. Is this going to be a time where you and I can talk Housewives on this podcast, or is that now? I'm going to say <laughs> you know, no. I'm going to hope you're watching one other thing. Are you watching anything else? I mean, I know you're – well, I won't talk about that, actually. I know you're watching the what? Johnny Depp trial, but I genuinely don't care. Oh, every night? Every night? Um, and I have thoughts about that as well. Save it for save it for hot off the mess. Yeah, I'll save it for that. Um, anywho, what else am I watching? I feel like my anxiety lately has been like really, really bad. So I've just been going back to like my old faithfuls that I watch just religiously when I'm feeling like that. So I watch Ted Lasso and Go More Girls. Oh, fucking Ted Lasso. That guy. I know you is hate so the sick to me. Oh, he's sick. He's disgusting. Oh, oh. What's his name? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just burped into the mic. <laughs> what is his name? Jason Sudeikis? Yes, that guy. Hate him. Yeah, I love Jason. Okay. Can't stand him. Disgusting. A oh white- my God, you know what we can talk about? Uh-oh. Chris, you and I are both single. <laughs> okay. I, all right. Let's talk about it. You want to talk about I mean, it? I can talk about it. Let's talk city. about it live. Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, I mean, so I'm a newly single girly. And I'm feeling light as a feather. Stiff as a board. Yeah. Weight lifted. I broke up with him over text, um, which I Okay, heard- <laughs> you did not. I did not know that. I I assumed you saw yeah. him. No. Well, no wonder no, no, no. he didn't take it well. Well, I got my apology yesterday from him, so that was nice. When you say he didn't take it well, <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, Where would you so- put his reaction to break, just to try to bring Sex the City into this? I'm going to try. Right. Okay. Where would you put his reaction into the Sex in the City universe in terms of the men's reaction to breaking up? You know who I would compare him? I'm trying to think of, like, who they've dumped. I mean, I think he's probably, like, an Aiden. Yeah. Isn't he? Like, given like our conversations about him. He re- his insecurities were very burger-like. Oh, my um, king. And that was really hard. And we're going to get into Burger with. later when we finally talk about Sex in the City. We're going to yeah. fucking get into things we've never talked about. And so I I just like I just had been thinking about it for a while and I was trying to justify things and say like, well, you know, I do like this about him, but like majority I was like, I don't really like that. Like we also just have like very different lifestyles like um, I don't have anything against like smoking weed or whatever, but like when you in my for me in my life, I have a hard time with people that like if I ha- were to have a relationship with them that smoke like different strains on throughout the entire day. What's a different strain? Okay, so there's like different strains of weed, 
And like each strain does like a different thing. So like he would wake up and smoke a certain strain. And then in the middle of the day, he would smoke this one. And then to go to bed, he would smoke. And I'm just like, that is too much for me. Like I don't smoke. So it's just not my thing. It's never been my thing. But you like edibles. Totally. I don't like the smell. Oh, like if you were spending a day with him, that made it difficult for you smelling that. And also just like being with someone who's like never like not. That's what it and to him he that made him present and that's fine. Whatever worked for him is great. I don't care. It wasn't working for me. And I was like, yeah, I can't long term do this with someone. So he could kind of tell that I was like acting kind of weird, like distant. I was like, yeah, like and I was very, very vulnerable with him about this. Like, because like I have a lot going on like mentally <laughs> per usual. And I, you know, and I was like, I don't know, like something's just up. And so we started talking about it. So like he initiated the conversation. Over text, and I wasn't. I wasn't going to change that. I'm listening to you. Go on. I'm just okay. tracking a just, package. Okay. Um, I wasn't going to like call him. Like that felt like too aggressive. And also, I'm just. I'm so much better. I feel like I'm able to like get my thoughts out better if I'm texting. Had you guys not seen each other in a while before? Like when you say oh, no, he, he met initiate- my parents the day before. Oh, Father God in heaven. But it was very casual. Like, my parents just, like, stopped by really quick when we were hanging out, and then they left. After, At like, your place? Minutes. No, we were, like, outside. Okay. Why were your parents um, together who were divorced? They hang out all the time. What do you mean? Without you? Yeah, they were going to a baseball game. <laughs> okay, well, that's nice. For, like, the third day in a row together. So... Then you were texting him, and you said you wanted to break up. And so mm-hmm. maybe it was – so you were choosing yourself. So you know what? Maybe you're I more was. Samantha and Richard, Samantha leaving, you know, Blondie. What's his name? So you're really trying to, like, What's Blondie's name? Ba- Smith? Smith. Yeah. So, yeah, he didn't take it very well. He tried to tell me that, like, we barely had a relationship. And I literally said to him, I was like, I know that you're just hurt right now. And I totally get it. Like, it's oh, not Oh, good easy. for you for engaging in that. I would have been like, you're right. Okay, oh, no, no, no. Bye, but sir. that's when I – but that's when I – when I'm, like, vulnerable and I'm, like, trying to be as open and honest as possible and I'm also being, like, incredibly compassionate and empathetic for the other person and they start doing that shit with me. All right. Well, chill in terms of giving yourself too many good qualities. Um, well – yeah, I'm sure um, you were a disaster I, <laughs> if I got my eyes on these texts. Yeah, but you will never notes. see them. Yeah, <laughs> you would have notes. Um, and so, like, when people start getting shitty with me like that, I immediately shut down. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. And so I said to him, I was like, well, then this should be no problem for you because we didn't have a relationship. So you're fine. And I was like, have a good night. And I kept saying that. He kept talking. And I was like, have a good night. And then well, – I would have blocked him at that point. But, you know, I'm quick to block. You are quick to block. I don't block. Um, and then the next yesterday, he texted me like he was sorry. He was being rude and he was hurt. And I was like, yeah, I got it. And have you two talked since? N- no, I don't want to talk to him. Yeah, look, we've discussed on this podcast that it's just like a different thing for gay men. There's always like a circle back, like, hey, we got to mm. get together, have sex three more times, coffee, drink, sex, sex one more time, and then we'll be done. I don't even want to have sex with him. He made me, he made me feel insecure about my body, so I didn't like that. Oh, that's not good. Why did he and make it wasn't you feel his, that way? It, it honestly had it wasn't intentional. It was just because he was so small. His body was so small. Okay, I was like, I do we? Well, I don't know that we want to put that up there. That's not nice. no. And like my body, he's just I, a shorter, small gentleman, smaller stature. Yes. Yeah. And I felt like whoa. Like well, I you know, girl. I love a little pocket gay. 
Yeah. Well, that's because at this point but you're I would, a big guy. Well, at this, yeah, well, tall. But at this point, I would like just consider myself like a bigger boy. You know, coming yeah, out of the I pandy. Mean, I got photo. I got my eyes on some photos that of were me? taken at my friend's wedding in Mexico. Oh. <sighs> they were tough. All right, I do think, and here I am trying to put structure into this podcast. I'm like, Always. what do we do need to try <laughs> to talk about yeah. Sex in the City? Because okay. what we're going to, and we, we will, need to talk Brian, about Alexander please Plowski. note we're going to put a timestamp in this one. So I'm going to need a little note when we write the description. This is where Sex in the City content begins. Because mm-hmm. that was an unhinged, what, 10 minutes? 20 minutes? Oh, 20? I, I, I'm seeing 20 at the top of the screen. <laughs> Yeah, it says 24 minutes. Yeah, I never looked over there, not once. And I'm seeing someone in the chat. <laughs> Who is that? Oh, it's just Riverside itself. <laughs> never looked over there. Figuring a lot of new things out today. <laughs> so we're going to talk about things that we have kind of said, like, we're not ever going to get to that, you know? And mm-hmm. just fucking get to it. And the first thing we're going to get to is something I'm going to call myself to the, ta- to the red table, as it were, about this. Yeah. Okay. Please and share. And I, I want to hear it from you people. I love mm. Jack Berger. think he's hot. <gasps> Jack Berger? Ron Livingston is, I was going to say he's a short king, but I have no idea how tall he is. But I'm going to put him at about 5'8". No, he's taller than that. Hold on, let's give it a Google. The sun is shining. I'm feeling good. 5'11". See, you were wrong. Very. But the thing I love about Jack Berger is, is that he's like one, he's like, a. the reason I think Berger is triggering is because he is a man we have all interacted with. We've never seen a Big. We've never seen an Aiden. We've never seen a Steve. We've never seen a Petrotsky. We have all fucked a burger. All more than once. Fucking one current, not more currently, literally right now. <laughs> but he's not nothing. He might be nothing. So you're telling me that this man that triggers everyone, like you love? Yeah, because I think he's such a great character. I feel like we all shit on him because we hate him, because we know him. And yet, isn't that the point of a great character? Someone who's so knowable? The reason I hate Steve is he's just this weak piece of shit imaginary man that doesn't exist. Burger exists. He's insecure. He's a disaster. He's fuck you and fuck you to the like little like sound, ma- not the sound machine. The um, voicemail. Voicemail. He's got a nice apartment. Do I love the trading Cards. card little things? Six no. full of germs. I thought of COVID immediately when but I rewatched. But you know, look, we were all raised on Pokemon. Maybe he, he's got to catch them all. You know, the little cards? I know. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I don't know. What are your thoughts on Burger? I mean, here's the thing. I think he's a great character because he gives us a lot to talk about. And I do agree with you that I think he is like the every man. Like we've all know a burger. We've all fucked a burger. We've maybe dated uh, a burger. Might be. Some of us might be him. I, exactly. Maybe you. Maybe me. <laughs> I don't know. But I just like, I hate him because of those reasons. 
Do you know who I love, though? His weasel blonde little friend who was like, hey, Carrie. Oh, at bed? At the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is a comics he like, genius. He told us what happened. <laughs> and then he turns around like. <laughs> little gossip queen. I, he's a star. Um, what a great episode. I hate that, like, weird hooded top Carrie's wearing. I don't like Carrie with that haircut. Like that entire season, the short haircut. I hate that. I, you know, what's one of my least favorite is moments is when her and Samantha are on the train and she gets that zit. I love that episode so much. I hate it. Not that I actually find the big portion of it really annoying. I love them on that train though. Oh, when Samantha's trying to fuck those guys and they're like, can you not? <laughs> can you get out? And it's almost like real men have entered the show the way they cast them. Mm-hmm. I've never seen more like, honestly, you know who would have fit in with those guys on the train? Peter from In Just Like That. The way that you put Peter down, but throw Burger up in the air is sick. Okay, well, one is a delightfully knowable man who gave us at least a few laughs. He gave us the scrunchie. He gave us a lot, Burger. Peter is like trash. You should throw him out. I mean, he's not coming back. Thank God. This is an unhinged episode. I don't even think we're making sense. (laughs) You're not. You brought up Pokemon. Well, it's just like we have no outline. (laughs) I don't know where we're coming from. We're free balling. We're free balling. This is is kind of like when you've had me on Hot Off the Mess and I'm like, is there no outline for what we're doing? I say no. No, we're just chatting, baby. Yeah, you're like, so there's no. But I guide the ship. Well, who I but that's the problem here. Neither of us are guiding this ship. Mm-mm. You've given up on that. Oh, absolutely. Is Brian guiding the ship? I don't even think he's listening. If he was listening, Brian's, he would have told us to move the fuck on a while ago. Brian, Brian's getting the tea. That's true. Should we chat about the second movie a bit? <gasps> Should we talk about the first one first, or do you just want to jump right into the? No, second let's one? talk about the second movie or the first movie. I can talk okay. about it. Okay, I would like to talk about the first one because I haven't seen the second one in years. All right, what do you want to talk about the first one? <laughs> what do you want to talk about? You probably... I wanted to talk about the second one. <laughs> you know, like, I like to talk about the first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so go on. Okay, so with the first movie, I really 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 i'm obsessed with the internet dragging the first movie and how dirty they did louise from st louis (laughs) like with that bag and the whole like who's coming home from the big city and i think we talked about this with danny pellegrino she's a ghost oh she is a ghost (laughs) right well that's what we like to think yeah she could be a ghost because she never interacts with any of the other women maybe when she goes home to st louis that's a figment of carrie's imagination she could be a ghost um and that just adds to the disrespect and just to bring it up that we've given to you know black women who won best supporting actress Black women deserve better roles because they win Best Supporting Actress and then they end up in these strange roles. I mean, why would we take Jennifer Hudson from Dream Girls, who should have been lead and won that award? Sorry, Helen Mirren. 
from that to Louise from St. Louis, we still haven't figured out what to do with Lupita Nyong'o from her Oscar win. Although if you haven't seen Queen of Katya, you should. It's a great movie. Oddly about chess, but it's really good. I mean, the fact that we got, you know, Charlie D'Amelio, a TikToker, in a... Who? A TikTok. Who's Charlie, Char- Charlie D'Amelio? Yeah, of course you don't know who that is. Who is She's that? a TikToker. <laughs> you you she's said a famous, like you she's were like the most saying famous. like Meryl Streep. She's like the most famous TikToker on the planet. I thought the fam- the most famous TikToker on the planet was... um Addison Rae? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's Charlie. Charlie I'm Charlie D- Girl. Okay. D'Amelio. She's like 16 and she just got booked in a movie. And I'm just like, well, how is she getting booked? Well, you know, and never like, forget. Certain you people know, aren't. Charlie D'Agostino, what was her name? D'Amelio. D'Amelio. D'Amelio? D'Amelio. Well, happy to see her in a movie. Uh, who would you say Listen, Charlie D'Amelio is? Is she a Carrie? No, she's a Charlotte. Ah, maybe that should be what we do for the rest of this episode. Just name celebrities. Just name celebrities (laughs) and just be like, who are they? Actually, that'd be really fun. Let's do that. That gives us structure. Daniel Day-Lewis, who is he? Oh, I think he's Miranda. (laughs) I I, I could see that. Yeah. Lob one at me. Um, Mark Ruffalo. Charlotte. Totally a Charlotte. John Bernthal. Oh, I think he's a Carrie. Oh my God, I was going to say the exact same thing. Really? Are we like so in sync for the first okay, time ever? Do one. Um. Okay, uh, Selma Hayek. Samantha. Totally, with those boobies. Yeah, and also just that like innate sensuality. So sensual. I'm obsessed with her and her owl. Bill Gates. I think Bill Gates is a carry. All right. <laughs> I think he's a carry. Um, Elon Musk. I know. I shouldn't give you people we hate. Elon Musk. Who's the guy who we met this season and then he comes back and is always like, Jonesy, hey. Oh, my God. The, yes, where he's like, Jonesy. Yeah, who's yeah. that guy? Um he is the guy. Oh my god, who is he? He's like the public. He's like a publicist. He's like, like a PR rival guy. publicist. I would say yes. shortcomings listeners DM us, but I've already told you not to bother us. DM me, bother me. Yeah. Um Oh my god, hold on. It's really going to bother me, but I also who have no he? idea who to how to google him. Guy Samantha almost fucks. Doesn't she fuck him? But he has a he doesn't get a boner. Yes. In the bathroom at the party where she's going to ask Richard to be monogamous. Mm -hmm. It'll be faster to figure... Joe, JJ, into every life a little JJ must fall. Please know, guys, that quote came to me. I didn't Google it. I'm so proud of you. Okay, so you said Elon Musk. Oprah. I mean, we can't keep doing this for 30 minutes. Guys, we said this was going to be an unhinged episode. Okay, what should we do next? You know what we should do? Talk about girls. (laughs) Oh my god, I loved girls. 
Chris, I loved Girls. Girls was the first time I ever felt like sex was like really being portrayed the way it happens. That makes me sad thinking that you had sex like that because I, I mean, look, I certainly always thought that the Sex and Sex in the City and other shows were so super upsetting because it was like somebody's putting something inside of somebody else and everybody's coming. It's like, well, that's not how that works. However, the Sex and Girls was like a horror show. No that's luck, real. Right? I've had some horror show moments, but I was like, okay, it can also be like nice. What? It can be nice, but most of the time, if you're, it's not sometimes. And like, it can get kind of weird, but then you might like that it gets a little weird. Like when Adam Driver was like jerking off and he was. <laughs> when she like, came back from the bathroom and he was just like, step on my balls. He was Are like, you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, I'm going to send you home to your parents covered in cum. I think that's while he's thrusting inside of her and is talking about, like, the party they met at. And she's like, we didn't meet at a party. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I actually just See, rewatched the episode where they role play and she she's wearing, like, a blonde wig. And then they're on the street and a man comes up and is like, hey, what's going on? Like, be nice to this woman. And then they get into a fight. It's a perfect show. One of the best episodes, I mean, of television, in my opinion, is the Marnie episode later in one of the later seasons with Charlie. Ah, uh, Panic in Central Park. Yeah, where she sees him again for like the first time in forever. And he's completely and changed like, and has the different accent. We don't so talk enough different. about how Christopher Abbott, who plays Charlie, is A, not only fine as hell, second so is a hot. great actor, given what he did there the second time. And should be getting the roles that Jon Snow are getting because they look so much alike, except one is really hot. Yeah, Jon Snow was only hot to me as Jon Snow. He's not hot to me as, like, Kit. He's also, like, a little baby, you know. Not that we have any discrepancy against shorter men. We love a shorter gentleman. No, I just was dating one. I've dated so many short kings. I love a shorter man. Depending on what we define as a short. (laughs) Yeah. You gotta be careful on that um, one, you know. That was like one of my favorite episodes of all time. I love when they go to the beach. I mean, beach, beach house, house. Shout out to all my friends. That is us at the beach. Oh God, when shows just is like none of us like each other. <laughs> I'm like, I love you. Like I want to be friends with you. Like a fucking mental patient. <laughs> shows. Okay, who was your favorite girl's character? Well, I personally identify as a Shoshana, although I think, like, what is that, like, sun-moon thing where you, like, how you feel isn't how you're presented? Right. So I feel feel like a Shosh, but the world perceives me as a Marnie. A thousand percent. But I love love all the girlies. I mean, my least favorite girl is... I hate Jessa. Jessa. I fucking hate her. I mean, I love her to watch her, but I feel I have none of her in me. Not a drop. But I want a friend <laughs> like Jessica because I do. Lo- I, I do love you? Jessica. She gets she comes when she comes in crying and like gets in the tub with her. Mm. When I mean, Hannah, Andrew Rannells also was a star in that show. And my star of that show was was Old Man Ray. At the end of the day, obsessed with him. And one of the reasons that I do feel like Shosh is because I think I was in a relationship at the time I was watching Girls, very much yeah. like Shosh and Ray. So when she says to him, I can't be the only thing you like, 
is like that is very I had actually just had that conversation with my then boyfriend like two weeks earlier. And I was like, well, between pop culture and like dragon scrubs further than I should. I know. There was like so many moments in that show where I really felt like I've had those relationships with people or I've seen those relationships that people have like with their with like my friends. Like it was just so good. And Lena Dunham, like, I don't know. I why does she get so much hate? I mean, oh, where to okay. begin? <laughs> I honestly like, don't know. I, I mean, there should be like a vulture article that just like puts it down bullet by bullet. I mean, starting with like the race problem on the show and also, of course, the nepotism. But I think it really The nepotism. Um, the fact that I think people perceive her as having come from, not perceive her, she does come from like a wealthy family in New York City. Zasha Mamet is David Mamet's daughter. Allison Williams being Brian. I think it just happened, this confluence of who was cast. It became like, oh, well, this is like all of these now. So I think the show started from backwards, then calling it girls, making it seem as if it was going to be about everyone's perspective when I think she was being very specific in her writing. Then add on top of that, like the race problem. And in fact, I mean, my argument has always been like to, to those who critique the show, which I think more often than not are white people critiquing it. As a black person, I'm not 100% sure I want to see Lena Dunham's take on, like, black folks. Like, leave us out of this. (laughs) But there's that. But then there was, it did get really problematic when Harold, I cannot remember her name, but do you know the actor Harold Perrineau? He was in Lost. He was in Lost, and he was also in Romeo plus Juliet as Mercutio. His daughter was on the show. She accused one of the writers of inappropriate behavior and lena dunham oh didn't lena defend it or say like said i have i have actual proof that proves this writer is correct and then later had to say like i didn't have any proof i made that up that's not great no that's not great okay okay Um, okay so there are some you know legitimate reasons people don't care for that person um however i will always say the girls was a masterpiece Sadly. I think it's wild that she did Judd, not Judd Apatow. Oh my God, she did not date Judd Apatow. She dated Judd Apatow. No, she dated that she guy. Did... The same oh, guy. not Judd Apatow. I'm sorry, the I didn't hear you guy. say date. He, she didn't date Judd Apatow. No, no, Jack no, no. Antonoff. Yes, I find that shocking. Why you look at? Do you look at him and see? Is he a prize? I actually no, think we I'm should be so more surprised, surprised that Jack Antonoff once dated Scarlett Johansson. That should be pr- surprising. He was pretty on his li- – not that we should be grading anyone's beauty and everyone's aesthetics are their own thing. However, to look at Jack Antonoff and Lena Dunham and think, oh, she's really working out of her league, nobody should really be looking at Jack Antonoff. I don't care what he does. No. He's a basic-looking white man who wears glasses, and I don't think it's that tall. Not that there's anything wrong with glasses. Right. I mean, two of the three bit in my top. Yeah, but some guys are, like, really obnoxious with the glasses. Like, they got to get, like, really unique glasses. And, like, it like, becomes he's their one whole of personality. Those. And I'm just like, shut up. But don't you think it's more shut shocking up. he went up to Scarlett Johansson? I think he was dating pretty much in his vibe. I agree. I just like forget because I he's always with Taylor Swift and I watched obviously folklore and all of that. 
Well, now he's like bopping around with Haim. I think he did an album with Diana Ross. I mean, that guy's all over the place. He's everywhere. He's slowly but surely ruining pop music. Why are we here? And what are we talking about? Don't know. Don't know. Can we even release this? I don't think so. (laughs) I really don't. (laughs) I don't think so. Maybe we need to come back and try to focus. Does Brian have any of our bloopers by chance? And he can (laughs) do you mean this whole episode? This is a blooper. I don't even know what we're Because I feel about. like we keep we trying really, like, to get back to Sex in the City and it just isn't no, working. No, I'm not even trying, Chris. I'm not even – I'm talking. Like, I, I'm not even trying. I'm just chatting. And we can't ask Brian to come back. <laughs> so, like, maybe he just needs to do the best he can with the song. That's what I said. I was like, Brian's just got to piece things together. Yeah. Maybe, like, throw in some music. Like, make it, like, a really fun dynamic listen. Make it, do it, makes us harder, better, faster, stronger That, that, that don't kill me Can only make me stronger I need you to hurry up now Cause I can't wait much longer Let's get lost tonight You can be my white Kate Moss tonight Play secretary, you're the boss tonight And you don't give a fuck what they all say, right? Bow in the presence of greatness Cause right now thou hast forsaken us You should be honored by my lateness That I would even show up to this fake shit So go ahead, go nuts, go ape shit Especially my pastels and my babe shit She's still going I know I got to be right now Cause I can't get much stronger Man, I've been waiting all night now That's how long I've been on ya Congrats on the 20,000, you guys, really Congratulations Woo! Guys, wasn't that fucking awesome? And guys, you know, as we wrap up here, and that's a shocking conclusion, please know when we're coming back, we've decided that this break needed to come before we get to the race episode of Sex and the City, but also before we get to Aiden. So when we come back, you're going to get Aiden. You're going to get the affair. You're getting Trey. Oh, McDougal. You're getting a lot when we're we getting, come back to close out season we're three. Getting, I mean, I don't think it's season three, but we do get the doctor. What doctor? Doctor, um. The oh, doctor, Dr. Robert. Doctor. Dr. Robert. Robert. Yeah. Dr. Well, that's Robert, not till season Robert. six. We'll probably have that's another six? hiatus between that and then. I mean, I, I was just giving them a cue six. of what when we come back they're getting. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize it was six. Oh, I we're going to go on like probably six or seven, like, you know, little hiatuses between Breaks. season three and six. <laughs> and by the way, we're going to have to break Fran just like that season two. What I, I want to beg everyone for is mercy. Kindness, <laughs> apologies. I want them to know that we didn't put our best foot forward. <laughs> uh, it really was. But this was an was unhinged episode. 
episode. It was just our stream of consciousness. Like we were bouncing around from topic to topic. I, you know. And if you, know you think about movie- coming for us for one moment, I want you to think of the poor man, Brian, who has to edit this. Mm, and that's yeah. not a shameless plug for him to not be mad at us later. I know. We've we've reached during the time of this recording, we've paused multiple times to like just apologize to him, to be like, so sorry about this. And he didn't want that because he'd prefer us just give him good content to edit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, please stop acknowledging me. Well, Sam, to wrap up, what would you I don't know, where are you in terms as we both head out into the world for our little hiatus? Okay. As we wrap up shortcomings. Which lady are you taking with us? As we're both single gals now heading out into the world, Mm -hmm. which lady are you taking with you into the world? The woman I'm going to take with me into the world is, I don't want to say Samantha, but I might take a Samantha. And here's the thing. I'm not even like, I'm not even trying to like fuck anybody. I just like want the mentality of like, I don't need anybody. Like, you know, men are supposed to like add value to my life, not take value away, that type of thing. And that confidence. Guys, she's putting back her skipper hat. She's putting that down. She's no longer going to be skipper. And she's entering her Samantha phase. And we're finally proud. We did it. We I did want it. everyone at home it, to though. applaud because we did this collectively. Me and all of you listeners, we helped Samantha Bush mm-hmm. move from skipper to Samantha Jones. Yes. Where are you? And I think the lady I'm taking with me is probably Bitsy Van Muffling. Going to try to just find an elder gay man, marry him, and move the fuck on. You would lose your – you would hate marrying a man like that. Nathan Lane? Take that money? He can play the piano? Is that all there is? Yes, that's all there is. You would be so annoyed by that. I'll take him. I'll take him. These okay. days, well, you know, with how low the bar is, I think we'd both take him. That's so true. Well, guys, usually we say we'll see you next week. <laughs> but um, I guess we'll see you when we see you again. Don't DM me. Feel free to DM me. Um, You know, love you all. We will be back. Please know this was an unhinged episode. And when we come back, we'll be back on structure. Yeah. So, of course, you can always follow me at Bravo Historian on Instagram and at Take Your Joel Left on Twitter. I mean, fuck, you can even follow my personal account. Nothing happens there. It's like collecting dust um, at Samantha Bush. And Chris, where can everyone find you to keep up with all of your unhinged thoughts? If you want to hear about the real world, <laughs> the homecoming in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and what other future shows I'm watching, you can follow me at Lewis 1219 on Instagram. Loved doing this. We'll be back soon. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags and the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, amazing animal attractions, and this... Coke is summer refreshment, so you can hop on another ride. Like the all-new Sidewinder Safari. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 off passes or daily tickets starting at $39.99. Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. 
That means Six Flags in the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, amazing animal attractions, and this. Coke is summer refreshment, so you can hop on another ride, like the all-new Sidewinder Safari. Six Flags and Coca-Cola, come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 off passes or daily tickets starting at $39.99.